0: Stake to earn Pogger Coin, that the only way will be through uh, having one of those founding assets on Solana. So the main activity will be on uh, Pog chain for Pogger Coin, but the genesis of new Pog coin, not necessarily new, but I guess the only way to redeem for consistent rewards like staking would be on that uh, that chain.
1: Cool. Thank you. That that clears that up quite a bit for me. Mate. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Appreciate that. Now, can you just give us like the dumbed down answer of like? We, I mean, I bought one of them off the men, uh, maybe two. What do I own? This week' episode is brought to you by none of Secret Supply of Sauce, the best sauce known to mankind and available on shelf anywhere. Even when the freezer is full of sauce, there is still no sauce for you. You want someone on a sauce? Too bad only none of decides who gets the sauce.
2: This week's episode is brought to you by... Hoppin' Mag's Eliminator Challenge. Join us in a Survivor Mode NFL League. Pick just one team each week to win their game and move on to the next week if they do. If your team loses or ties, you're out. And you can only pick each team once during the year. No purchase necessary to join. There will be a prize pool of NFTs for the winners, and if you'd like to contribute to that prize pool, we'd be happy to give you the shout-out you deserve for doing so. Week 1 is this week, so get your picks in today. Hey everyone, and welcome back to season two, episode 16 of the Poppin' Mags Pinecast. Mags is busy editing as I speak, so it's just me tonight, and thankfully no issues this time. I guess it's only when Mags is around that happens. Well, let's get right to it. We got some reverse countdowns to take care of. We got K Fuel now coming in at 236 days since we were promised. We got our play staking index coming in at 255 days, and the airdrop for our play is coming in 338 days late. We also have a new addition to the count-ups this week. Uh, our boys over on ETH, the Dorks, they promised a trailer by August 31st, and now we are five days late on that. I was actually told it would be a few days until we receive the trailer, so just going back, uh, because we don't forget, we were once told that it would be a few weeks until we got our NFTs off a of Theta drop. And as time told us, that ended up being 329 days. So in crypto NFT land, a few weeks equals 329 days. So if you do some basic math, divide by seven. A few weeks, 329, a few days would be 47 days. So let's see if the dorks will change our math or if our math holds true. I got the under on 47, but I'm not 100% sure. I also happened to notice today that Theta TV, the guys at Theta Labs tried to pull a fast one on us, but guess what? Papa Mags ain't having that, you know? You got you drop this Monday news, and you want you want Papa Mags to have to wait a full week to report on it. But joke's on you this time because it's Monday night, and here I am recording this. So a moment of silence for all of our streamers over at Data TV. Just want to say thank you to you guys. There's a lot of good people over there that have been putting a lot of time and effort into that streaming and I wish you guys all well. I hope you guys continue to stream and that you find uh, another outlet for this. So we wish you guys all well. The reason for the abrupt intro is that we had an awesome interview this week with our boy Kyler from Pogs and we are actually going to join that interview now that is uh, already taking place. So we'll start that after these messages.
1: Pop popping and locking, Magnum scrutinizing. Papa Max
0: podcast. Okay, so um, you know it is definitely a very robust ecosystem. The POG ecosystem is very vast, and we were super lucky to get the license, not the license, but we co-founded this with the actual brand from the 90s. Uh, About November 21 is when we launched that, and so previously I'd gotten to work at some really great companies, Google and Unity and um, Rivian, And all of that was really inspired and sparked because of my belief and appreciation for Bitcoin back in about 2012, 2013. I was working at a bank, and and that really inspired me to want to get into the startup world and get into tech, and it it ended up being pretty... beneficial to me. And I I really now get to pursue what I'm most passionate about, which is crypto. Not just crypto, but interoperable gaming and how a blockchain enables us to build a huge ecosystem of developers without them having to really have to access some centralized database. My experience at Unity really Made me feel like decentralization is is key as far as like for game developers to be able to to do this without having huge hurdles to jump over. But POG has been, you know, obviously the best. Uh, umbrella the best vehicle for us to do this because it had been in so many different uh, spaces in culture, whether it was Barbie or Pokemon or Power Rangers or Looney Tunes or Jaws and other, you know, McDonald's and so forth, right? So all those partnerships really allow us to be very like flexible with the brand now. And, and what we've done on the blockchain to bring back the brand is utilize the authentication technologies of the blockchain. And so we are moving towards having our our own chain, which, as you know, was a subnet of Theta. And and that will be kind of the backbone for this arcade that we're building. So Mitch, the CEO of Theta Labs, is very good friends with a CEO of a company called Beamable. Beamable and Pog have been working together to build out this arcade that has, you know, 30-person team community uh, leaderboards and access to all of these different games and all fueled by the Pog coin. So that will be coming out. But we've already got our proof of concept on Solana. We've launched um, pogs on Solana, pog, pog collectibles on Solana, on Ethereum, on Bitcoin. And now what we're really excited about is is moving into the redemption, the interoperability between, I guess, digital and physical, not just between, you know, different game platforms or consoles or, or so forth. So there is a tremendous amount of uh, diversification throughout our ecosystem.
1: Thank you for that kind of overview. I mean, honestly, I think for me, maybe just right from the beginning, like how did this start and like what were the what were the steps that got you to where we are now?
0: Absolutely. You know, growing up in the 90s, I played pogs for Seven to ten years, and it's what got me into baseball cards, and eventually playing like Pokemon on Game Boy Color as it came out, and all of those, you know, pop culture collectibles were really fueled by my passion for POG. Uh, how it how it brought in a lot of the cartoons I really loved, and a lot of the entertainment, and you know, everybody from Michael Jordan to, uh, like we mentioned, Barbie and Apollo thirteen, and like it, it's just crazy to think about the reach that POG had, and and so. Uh, I really have been passionate about interoperable gaming since 2017 when I got to help build out different departments at Unity. There was only, I think, like... 300 people in the company, and I got to build out the first machine learning team with the now head of artificial intelligence and business intelligence at Google. His name is Danny Lang, and he, I was one of his first hires to recruit and scale out a machine learning department that would eventually teach computers to play video games and video, and cars to drive themselves in virtual reality and so forth. And really, once I established some credibility there, I was able to implement or introduce the opportunities of blockchain gaming and we pursued it all the way up to our CEO for about six months, built proposals and so forth and it wasn't something he was interested in doing. We were chasing more something like Adobe or or CAD design for automotives and so forth. I moved on from there but was able to get back and touch and, and so Pog, when we reached out to them, it was because I really believed that they could a kind of be the perfect vehicle for us to implement interoperable gaming. I mean, all of the developers that we were building for at Unity, you know, there were about 5 million at that time when I was building connected gaming, machine learning, and, and the game services departments. And and then we got to see what was most important to them. And monetization for a game developer is critical. There has to be a way for you to pay the bills keep the lights on while you're building out this game. And and Unity was the best thing for that, for new developers. But even then, once you build a game, how do you market it? Why would people play your game? So then it's a whole nother piece of the puzzle that takes a long time to try and understand. Where if we could build interoperable gaming using one centralized asset, then we would be able to open that monetization ability to all the game developers who wanted to adopt that currency or that asset system. So the ability for a developer to build with POGs, launch their own POGs with us, or have other bigger brands that we've worked with in the past who would like to jump into gaming and Web3 as a, as a desired collectible, we can put that both physically and digitally on a POG. and you can build your games with them as both game pieces, as there's game data on every digital POG, but also as redemption tokens and and things that you can sell and trade as currency or as um, desired assets. And so something that we've done with Theta is now launch the POG boxes that will be the first time redeemable for the first physical collector's box that POG has made in about 25 years. The only two partnerships we've done since then uh, were with Marvel and with the French national soccer team for the UEFA Cup. We do have a number of great relationships. Um, I'm lucky enough to get to help pioneer the ultimate Pog brand as well, though I am co-founder and CEO of the digital arm. Uh, and so so we're really excited but all of those Pog boxes are labeled 1 through 750 so each one's physically numbered, 12 packs per box and in one random pack you'll get an NFT on the new Pog chain and that'll be the first collection and that'll be the group of people who will get all of the initial benefits of Pog chain as we scale um, whether that's access to currencies or whether that's access to digitals or whether that's access to cur- uh, you know, content content and, and, and you know experiences. So Pog really now is a platform for authentication. We believe that uh, the the possibilities between interoperability of both cross infrastructure uh, digitally, as well as through the digital to physical realm and back is is really interesting in how we incorporate gaming. And so we are bringing physicals back to the, to the young generations through some of the partnerships that we'll announce tomorrow. Nobody really knows this yet, but there's a company called Little Spoon. They've been featured in some of the biggest, you know, parenthood content magazines and curators because they make very, very healthy snack foods for and meals for kids. And, and so we have partnered with them to bring pods back to the children and then we'll be releasing through a big uh, distribution through Playgrounds as well. But we have partnerships in um, Hollywood for a large-scale production um, series that will come out, uh, probably go into production later this year. The, the writer's strike really held us back a bit But the person who's leading it has decades in the entertainment business and has done major productions for all of the big studios and feature films, as well as HBO in a series and, and so forth. We really have a long, long-term strategy, and I'm I'm really excited about what POG can be digitally. Uh, uh, but even beyond what I'm able to do, there is a very, very big reach that's coming just for the brand itself, and and a revival for all of the collectibles that we really loved
1: as kids. You know, I never really put all this together, and when I first heard POGs were NFTs, like, you know, this is not what I was. I didn't. I, didn't, I guess I didn't know what I was thinking. So I'm I am curious, and I think that other people on Theta are as well, like what are the differences? I know you said you had POGs on Bitcoin and Solana mm-hmm. and some other chains. What are the differences between the pogs that are on each of the chains? Absolutely. So each chain really does offer different utility. Um uh and
0: and it's been interesting to to scale. And so we started with Solana because it was quick to go to market. And and actually one of our co founders or slash founding advisor was somebody who led the machine learning team uh, after it was built and I was able to move on. Uh, and he is now actually head of gaming and tech at Solana Labs. And so he introduced us to a number of developers on Solana and made sure that we had all the introductions to go to market with the right strategy and the right opportunities. And so we've been able to build a game that is now available on Solana Saga, the mobile phone, as well as desktop. So you can compete in the old stack and slam game that, that mechanics are very similar to like Angry Bird, your slammer uh, use is used to flip the stack, whatever you flip, you keep. And, and each of you walks away with whatever you have flipped from a pool of that you guys put your pogs into, obviously. And and so we've got a number of other games that are in development there through the arcade that we're building. So on Solana, we have four collections that you can use in competition uh, that also have benefits. So the founding pogger collection is a 4,000 piece collection and it stakes for pogger coin. There's 13 base pieces of art And a slammer in that collection. And if you collect all 14 pieces, they're all obviously unique, but if you, they're just different classes. So all 14 classes, or we call them pogards. So all 14 pieces of pog art, then you are an official founding pogger and you actually get tremendous benefits. You've gotten one of ones. You'll, you get obviously a designated channel in our, our Discord, but also access for trades with the archive and the treasury. You get early alpha. They've gotten, you know, what, what may become. Uh, you know, very valuable digital assets in in the form of Solana cryptocurrency, as well as um, digital assets that uh, are on multiple chains, and and then we've got our PFP collection, which is a Pogman PFP, where we went back and and really tried to capture the art of the '90s that we grew up with, and and added a bunch of traits that are are really unique to you know where we grew up in the '90s, and then we gave that away to our community through PoggerCoin. So if you had PoggerCoin, coin, you could mint. A a number of these PFPs based on how many of these NFTs you had uh, from our founding collection. And then we did a collection with OK Bears uh, for players to be able to use at a lower cost because the founding pogs were sitting around $200. They're probably around $70 to $80 now at the floor. But the founding slammers go for about $4,000. And so people didn't really want to risk those numbers when you can play with either 1 to 13. So a stack could be up to 26 pogs. Uh, and if you're playing with a founding set, that could go up to, you know, anywhere between between ten dollars to $60,000 at current prices. And so we created this collection with um, the OK Bears and launched it with Fractal, which is Justin Kahn, the founder of Twitch's Web3 company on Solana. And, and it's done really well, and it's it's given a lot of opportunity for people to play the game and, and play the proof of concept on, on the mobile and, and desktop. And then we wanted to bring all of the Ethereum folks together. So we launched our Ethereum collection, and that will give access to benefits on pog chain as well but we've got about 560 or 600 holders on ethereum as well uh, which is great even though we kind of messed up our mint technologies with wallets were kind of conflicting and so uh the huge majority of folks who tried to mint were unable only about 15 20 percent of people that intended to mint were able to and still people who wanted to have been able to buy in at the floor and our collections are right or above where we minted as far as the lowest p- priced pieces i think there's a lot lot. lot of value along that line. And the the Bitcoin collection is really for historic purposes. Our community really had belief. We could have been sub 10, sub sub 20,000 inscriptions, Um, but our community members, there's three really great community members. I think they go by Julian and Casa and Ace and our discord, but they helped us launch our ordinals at 120,000, 120,000 27,000 description, but anyways, that's been really cool. And, and, and we do have rewards now coming for those or those ordinal holders in our discord, but our discord's really cool where, um, you know, based on whatever pog you own, you'll get access to different raffles or auctions. And what you use are the points that you accrue through engagement on Discord. Whether you leave a reaction or messages or invitations or whatever it may be, that yeah, racks up points. And then you're able to spend those points on opportunities to win these prizes. And And so that we've been doing those with boxes. And we've got some really cool stuff coming where some of the parents uh, who are in our community will get a, a huge gift basket from uh, little Spoon um, through an NFT if they win it, uh, whether it's in gameplay or through Discord or through you know some other giveaway mechanism. But we've got a bunch of partnerships now on Solana where the Pogs are about to go out. We we did a partnership with Steppin last week. We'll do something with Evio, which is a first-person shooter, and based on like winning or or destroying avatars or destroying combatants, you uh, win a Pog if you have the Pog skin, uh, and then we've got some other. Cool games that'll be launching later, uh, you know, that are already live and, and really well built and amazing on Solana, and and they'll be incorporating Pogs. So it's it's a really bright future, especially with the physicals coming back. With our global strategy to make them very, very, you know, playable again for the young kids, and then to have the adult versions, which are all stemmed from the digital. So these boxes that you get, the Pogs themselves are made from images in our NFT collections. They're actually owned by different community members, and when you get one of these POGs, flip it over. There's a QR code that will link you directly to the POG digital original that it was made from. And it'll show you the wallet of the person who owns it and whatever else is in their wallet. So it's really good advertising for whoever owns these one of ones, whether it's on, um, well, they're all unique pieces. I I don't mean one of ones, that's a different category. But anyways, the unique pieces that these pogs were made from, whether it's on Solana or Bitcoin or Ethereum or, you know, at some point data. And so it's just a really, really cool way, I think, to make pogs with art that is, you know, all curated through partnerships in the Web3 space, uh, whether it's Neo Tokyo or even we have Two Bored Apes and some D-God and, and, and some other stuff in there, Jack Butcher and so forth, some of the top brands in Ethereum and on Solana. And so we we are looking forward to doing that now for the web two brands that we partnered with in the past. A lot of the opportunities that are, are available to us are really exciting and then the new ones that are coming up are through Theta and through those relationships that they have built in Hollywood and, and as we were really looking to, to scale our platform, the opportunity of a subchain to really keep it clean and have all of our uh, authentication for physicals and and then for future redemptions and even a lot of our digital only will be on Theta, you know our sub our Theta subnet plug chain. So it all makes sense. And then the distributed content is the reason why it was a no brainer for us to do what we've always really wanted to do, which is esports streaming on top of the games that we've built. And and so it's really exciting to see people win and earn and compete with huge value digital assets, just thrilling. And so we want to make that available. And then with that comes other opportunities to create content and showcase and and so forth. And so we have a plan for something called pog.tv. And that is very much in development. It is a very, very exciting time right now and, and what we're going into for all of them, all of these pieces to come together.
3: Does that mean like they play the game digitally, and it would be viewed?
0: Yeah, so so this is kind of the, the vision that we have and what we've built most of our platform around. The idea that you and I could compete for any number of uh, pogs at any value that we'd choose, whether it's for 2000 to 10000 or $20 to 100 or whatever it might be. Um, And people could jump in and watch. At some point, maybe there's a wagering system with points. I don't know if we want to go that route. But the opportunity not only to do that, but to have all the four games that will be hosting pogs as valuable assets that you win in these games could all be streamed these instances because we have a number of collectors now, and this is the key to interoperable gaming in my opinion, is that we have a number of collectors who don't have the time or the skill to play these games. But you can only uncover these pieces through gameplay or through these digital to physical hunts. And so the opportunity then for somebody to watch a new asset be earned and have it be purchased immediately or, or go to market and hope that somebody's going to sell it and have access to it. I think that's already there, which is very, very, very exciting. And it's key that regardless of what game you find this pog in, there are collectors who are ready to purchase that piece from you at a valuable that could be significant, even in the bear market, even in the lowest price peak of the Bear Valley, we still have assets that are valued at $4,000 all the way down to $5 if somebody wants to get in. I think it's just a a very, very, you know, early stage, but I think it's a valid thesis that we've already been building out.
3: I know on the, I think when you did it, it might've been a Twitter space now with, now with the rec spaces, but you were talking also with Rob Feldman, you were talking about this system, how it goes, where the pogs have maybe Different. The digital pogs have different weights. The slammers, the surface, right? There's yep. different, uh, and then different angles that you th- that you would throw it. Absolutely. Correct? Yeah. Could could you explain that a little bit
0: too? Yes, yeah, so, so the game mechanics are actually very sensitive, um, but very very robust also. So basically with Unity, we are able to use the same physics plugin that NASA uses for some of their simulations or at least they were about 6 years ago when when I was there. I I I don't know if they've advanced beyond that, but essentially it takes into account all of the variables, uh, weight, strength, Speed and material, and then the measurement of that material one through five. So basically, those stats, uh, and then the rarity of, of each piece based on collection, will determine how the stack flips, and then how the pog, or the, how the slammer um, hits those pog caps or the you know the pogs themselves. So the mechanisms as they flip, you take them like we said each game will utilize those game stats in different ways. We'll have, we have a card strategy game that's in development. Um, We've got some different kind of like arcade games that are both chance and skill. But when you play pog slam it's very much pressure sensitive to how fast you pull up or how far you pull up the angle of attack that you choose across the screen and the dash of where the pog's going to and then also there's a kind of like a, a speed ticker for accuracy that swings horizontally back and forth like it when you're playing Madden and you're kicking you have to time it right to get the full power to hit it and the and the correct trajectory and so uh it it is very much a game of skill but we also have built in materials like concrete and plastic and carpet and wood that it sits on as well as rubber and then the environment whether that's indoors or outdoors is also and then we'll have different like Physics, whether it's on the moon or whether it's on Mars, as we get into this a little bit further. But um, each game can be can can be pretty, uh, you know, intricate.
3: Sounds um, <laughs> the the kicking like man thing. That kind of to me, I was thinking before you said that I was thinking like the old Nintendo Golf, where yeah, the, thing, the thing's going and you, you know you got <laughs> to exactly. stop it.
0: Yeah, well, you get it. Yeah, I, we don't get too often asked about the mechanics, but it is one of the things that I'm most excited about. Yeah I think we really nailed it on ease and you it's easy to play on your phone it'll be it's easy obviously now that we since we built it in unity to uh, Oh there's
3: mobile integrations with this
0: yeah, so you, you can play it on the phone, Solana Saga, the mobile phone, and, and we we will deploy it into the iOS and the, the Android, but the user interface or the experience of how you deposit your pogs and how you claim them is still pretty chunky for this proof of concept. So we have a lot of polishing that we need to do before we launch it to the masses. But yes, you can play it on mobile as well as desktop and then in AR and VR in Oculus um, or in the version when we launch to iOS and Android, you'll be able to anchor the stack to a table or something physical in AR on your phone and be able to flip them uh, with what's in your screen and in your view. So it looks like AR, but, but anyways, it's, it's just exciting. It's very, very accessible. Uh, And the arcade will bring people from all different chains. We will have four chains integrated probably when we release, but it's already live on, on Solana, a lot of the vision. So yeah, it's just super exciting. I think we can continue. I'm really careful about releasing pogs. I want to make sure that we have all of our use cases taken care of and there's a actual new reason or, or new value that would be created through each new collectible. And I think we really nailed it with the redemptions where they are burnable. And if you find one, you know that it is redeemable for a box. And our goal is to extend annually the um, date of expiration for redemption so that you know, it is an ongoing redemption whether you find it now or 15 years from now it's unclaimed so that is our goal and we've got a physical to digital authentication plan to where you'd be able to get redemption tokens on the digital side that are authenticated from us on PogChain for your collectibles and then we would be able to store them physically with some of our partners who do security and then obviously they would be redeemable uh, once the person wanted it and so just turning these, these redemption tokens essentially into real, real uh, utilized value, whether it's, StockX that wants to do it or whatever, I think it really opens up the opportunity for a company like StockX, where if they were to work with us, and they don't need to work with us obviously, but the fact that we do have this SDK available for developers through Unity and Beamable and this whole infrastructure of games that's coming gives them access to different people. And uh, I think we're really, really excited about all of these pieces and doing it properly. So I'm not in a rush. Some of these partnerships with Theta are, are perfect-timed, and, and a lot of that is thanks to Rob Feldman. He, he We met on LinkedIn. He was posting about POGs, as a lot of us do, and I found it and hit him up or just commented, he hit me up and we had some great conversations and he introduced me to Andrea after explaining to me just some of the pieces and got me interested as a creator, why he and why, you know, John Heater and, um, you know, some of those other uh, really ambitious creators are, are are looking at this. And uh, I think Theta is yet to have really their breakout. I think there's a lot of opportunity with Space Junk and what Rob's bringing with Psycho KO and, and other creators who will bring high budget, low budget, but really creative, interesting and fun uh, interactions through their content and experiences. And I think that's where this really gets unique. It's one thing to have a million or a 100 million viewers. It's a whole nother thing to have some way to engage them far beyond the screen. And the opportunities that are there for brands that can do both, I think are going to be huge. And I think
1: Pog is one of those brands. So I have a question for you. I know you mentioned uh, a little while ago about Pogger Coin, and you're able to to stake the NFTs on Solana, if I remember properly, to yep. earn Pogger Coin. Is that a crypto, or is that just a um, centralized point system or database? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. No. It's um. It is a cryptocurrency. It's an SPL oh, okay. built on top of you know Solana protocol yeah and and so it, the only way to have access to it though is through staking these founding pogs. It's only traded like on famous Fox federation and and so our plans with data on building out this authentication chain uh, and the core for both the pog arcade as well as pog TV uh, I think the use case for our utility coin both to access games and reward players but also to create a global, Access to POG merchandise and partner merchandise and so forth is really compelling, but then to be able to stake that for whether it's staking rewards, but also. Uh, governance percentages, and obviously not ownership, and no, no, like formal say, but the opportunity for you to have your say in what we call the World Pogger Federation, which is the DAO, and that will be associated with Poggercoin. You'll be able to p- make proposals and vote on proposals, and your the weight of your vote will be determined by the number of Poggercoin that you've staked. And so, a player could essentially play these games, earn enough Poggercoin, to make a proposal. That impacts the the future of our ecosystem, and so we're really, 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 really excited about uh, the opportunities that come along with Poggercoin. And so, all of those on Solana who own Poggercoin now, which is just basically our founding collectors on Solana, will have an equal multiplication allocation of the new coin that will be on our theta subnet pogchain other collections will have allocations as well mainly being our ethereum and the first collection on pogchain which you right. can, yeah only redeem through boxes sorry
1: gotcha no so the current pogger coin on solana is gonna migrate over to the pogchain
0: Yeah, uh, the the real only use on Solana in the future for PoggerCoin is that it will be the only collection to be able to stake for PoggerCoin will be the founding collection on Solana. And so we'll always be basically taking a portion of what we bring in through gameplay and through uh, purchases and so forth of PoggerCoin, we'll be converting that back to Solana and feeding that through the staking capacity. And so it'll be interesting to see the value and how that comes about. Um, There will be other other ways to win it and earn it obviously through gameplay but if you just want to stake to earn pogger coin that the only way will be through uh, having one of those founding assets on solana so the main activity will be on uh, pog chain for pogger coin but the genesis of new pog coin not necessarily new but i guess the only way to redeem for consistent rewards like staking would be on that uh that chain
1: cool thank you that that clears that up quite a bit for me i um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. appreciate that now, can you just give us like the dumbed down answer of like, we? I mean, I bought one of them off the mint, uh, maybe two. What do I own?
0: You own based on the number of your NFT, uh, you own that number physical box. And as soon as the boxes arrive here in the U.S., you'll be able to redeem for your box, and that means you'll burn your. NFT. You'll give us your address information. You'll pay your shipping costs and your box will be delivered directly. And so you will have the opportunity to rip open that box, open up all 12 packs, find all 72 different pogs. I think there's 80 plus in the whole box altogether in the 12 packs. And in one of those 12 packs will be your redemption code and link to mint your Collectible on Pog Chain, you know, for the first Genesis collection. Now, some people will leave it sealed. Some people won't redeem them, and and will hopefully trade them. And then the highest numbers, the the one through two hundred, actually went to current holders of the Solana and Ethereum and Bitcoin collections. Um, and so we, but but Pog has. I think fifty or so stored away that we're giving away uh, through Discord and so forth, and and we've already converted actually twenty of those over to Solana, and those are being hidden in four different games along with some other assets that Pod created. But it's really exciting. Step in the number one NFT app on the iOS platform just did a raffle of their their coin for five boxes uh, that will the owners when they win them will cross what we're calling the champions bridge. They'll redeem, they'll send us their Solana. Uh, they'll register their Theta wallet and we'll drop them their Theta collectible to redeem on, on Theta drop whenever they're ready. And, and so there's three other games where five, pogger boxes each will be hidden in these games uh, and and they'll now also cross the champions bridge to ultimately theta drop and then open their box hopefully open their packs have all of these pogs be able to link into all of the digital art and learn about these collect the communities behind these collections but also find their redemption token for the uh the first genesis collection on
2: pog chain and we will be right back this week's episode is brought to you by dr theta's community Guardian Node. Theta's premier community guardian node where you can stake your Theta if you don't run your own guardian node. Best of all, 100% uptime so you do not miss any rewards and zero fees so you earn 100% of your fuel. Trusted by Theta Labs, you can easily stake directly within your wallet. Simply go to the staking tab, choose delegated guardian node, and find Dr. Theta's guardian node. Quick, simple, reliable, and best of all, safe as the coins never leave your wallet. Stake with the doc today. This week's episode is brought to you by Guardians of Theta.com, offering 0% one-click Theta Guardian staking with random monthly token giveaways. Guardians also airdropped everyone staking with him in NFT that you're able to stake and earn T-Vibe. 100% uptime, zero fees, random giveaways, what's not to love. Stop paying 4% and come join the fam with Guardians of Theta.
0: Papa Max podcast.
1: So this redemption token, does that give me the digital version of each of the pogs that I have physically as well?
0: No, so that will just give you one digital pog and it'll be of a 700, 850 piece collection. And the only items that will be in that collection will be redeemed through the box packs. So the only way, if, if the only way that they'll show up uh, as available for sale is if somebody finds one and wants to put it up for sale but they will give you access to everything that we create on PogChain. So it will be the golden ticket, basically, through everything that we create. If your favorite actor is on here, or a movie, or a game, or whatever you want to be a part of, and it's gated... One of these 850 pieces will get you through every gate that is created. It it will be the the master key across the entire POG chain and give you access to every benefit that that we create for any collection out there. For the most part, unless it's like the physical redemption, the, those will be unique to the redeemable because they have to be burned.
3: I know you're POG digital, and I don't know if this is a stupid question, but I guess so. Just POG, the parent company, or or whatever basically what I'm saying is, is there going to be a resurgence of physical pogs around? Cause it kind of sounds like, kind of sounds like that.
0: Yeah. So the first phys- physical pogs that we've created in like the last, 25 years were with marvel we did a pack drop through some stores in select countries and we in the in two months in three countries we did more sales than any two months in the 90s when we were selling in three no. five countries yeah because now the millennials are the ones with the kids and so they're buying these things trying to revive them, and even ryan's world he got like i think two to six million views or something playing Pogs with his mom. Um, and so they're coming back in a big way throughout uh, the playground. And and so um, on September 6th, the, the food company, Little Spoon, they, they make really healthy snacks for kids and meals. Uh, they're releasing a collection, an exclusive collection in their boxes that you'll get. But basically, uh, our physical packs for Web3 are all, all physicals, obviously, authenticated by Pog but we're doing a whole global redistribution. Um, we're waiting for our Hollywood stuff to pop and then you'll see all of the pogs flood back into the stores globally. We went to Nuremberg, Germany where 70,000 toy makers, manufacturers, distributors, retailers were all there uh, looking at new toys. And we talked about the resurgence of pog and the number of orders throughout different countries is absolutely insane for new pogs. There's, there's no way for us to, to manage the, the order, uh, Unless we took a tremendous amount of money to drop them, and so we are going to invest a significant amount of money in the manufacturing of these things for global distribution, but we're absolutely just waiting for the the peak of the craze uh, with entertainment to, to to drop those so that we we can you know obviously match the the value. Uh, You know of each POG and each partnership as they roll out. But one of the best things about POGs is that we're accessible, so we don't plan to make them super, super exclusive for the kids. Um, Mm -hmm. But the exclusive POGs will all be the Web3 digital replicas, which are the the physical packs that we're giving. And so these 850 boxes, there's 10,000 packs in total for this first physical drop. And they all, the art stems from our Solana Ethereum Bitcoin collections. And this box won't be created again. If there may be a a situation where if you own one of these pog pieces digitally that we made physicals out of and you want to do another run in the future maybe we can print a thousand or or five thousand in our physical collection and you would earn some money with those sales. Um, it's not, it, it, it's something that we're really looking into, uh, but, um, these packs and this collection won't be sold, uh, and these boxes won't be sold again.
1: So this is probably a stupid question and probably, you probably already answered it. You s- so there's 10,000 pogs in this beta redeemable drop. Are they all different?
0: Yeah. So they're actually 10,000 packs, um, 10, there's gonna packs. Be six pogs and one slammer in each pack and there's a total of 48 different pog pieces of art and then i think there's going to be one i think four different slammers all the same art but different colors so the total collection i think is about 52 pieces for the entire set and every box will have a full set of pogs inside of all those packs with some duplicates so when you have that pack, that box, you know for a fact that you have the full collection of physicals as well as that redemption. But yes, uh, yeah. So I think you'll get any, I think you'll get like, I think it's 86 pogs in total, including the Slammers in your box. And then 48, to, I think 52 pieces are unique. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. absolutely. It's super exciting. I, I'm, I just geek out over it.
1: Yeah, honestly. This is a lot more exciting than I was anticipating it being. <laughs> I, I I didn't I didn't see all of this like being put together the way that you are laying it out. It's it's pretty wild. So from what I'm hearing, you know, physicals are going to make a comeback. But what makes these different is that these ones that are physical will. Will probably have physical value at some point just from scarcity because these are the only one, only time that those are going to be printed. But the real value is this golden key NFT that you get after you redeem and open.
0: Exactly. So the golden key for you. Is probably going to be the most long term play where uh, you'll be able to walk in the gates that people are paying to get in, whether they had to buy an NFT or somehow qualify or get Pogger Coin or whatever to go through these gates. That magic key or that one NFT will get you through all of those gates. As far as like each of the physical Pogs themselves being valuable, what's very very exciting is that each of these Pogs of 48 pieces were chosen, you know, from all of our collection and on our Ethereum collection, we had 44 one-of-ones that were that had partnerships. They were created with Jack Butcher, who's one of the top artists on Ethereum. I'm not sure if you know, but I'm, I imagine you do. But also, Board Ape Yacht Club has two, and then, and then we Karafuru, and you know, I think there's a number of other great projects that we partnered with to launch these like Badagos and the nifty portal and neo tokyo and so these thousand pogs let's say of that one nft the neo tokyo pog that's made each of those qr codes link directly to the nft that pog that neo tokyo pog that that people can learn about And so if you are a part of Neo Tokyo and you're one of the millennials or Gen Z that remember pogs, I think there was 150 to 160 million of us at one time um, in the nineties that recognized pog just in those generations. And, and then, you know, you want to be able to show people like this is my project. It's on an authentic pog. So the people of Bodagos, I think once they see these physicals, they're going to be like, oh shit! I can get a physical pog representing my favorite community that links back to a collaboration they did with my favorite collectible as a kid. And, and then it gets really exciting. I think like you, you find it, you you find a really cool board game. I'm not or like Neo Tokyo or or the D Gods or whoever's your favorite collection. I'm thinking you know obviously. Um, uh, the Pineapple Society, I'm thinking that there's a number of projects across multiple blockchains, and especially on Theta, that would be awesome in, in the different partnerships. But that's the idea, is is not only are you getting physical POGs from your redemption digitally, but you're also able to now link the, the authentication of that di- physical POG to a digital asset. And And what makes it really cool is that 1,000 physical assets all point to this one digital asset. And if I own that digital asset, everybody who... Looks at that pog will link into my wallet and see everything else I own. So, if I want to advertise for my other favorite, you know, NFT communities on that, I just hold them in that same wallet. And then people who play pogs or who collect pogs or whatever um, will find it. So, that's why I think some people will want to to like do a higher number of these, but a thousand or two thousand of each is kind of all we can do. There, there's about sixty thousand pogs
3: being made in total and in Slammers. Popper, how how cool would that be to have Secret Pineapple Society pugs?
1: Well, I think Popper would make a great slammer. I think you would get slammed. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you do. <laughs> so I got another question for you. Yeah. Um, so obviously, each of the mystery boxes uh, NFTs on Theta Drop they have different rarities. Is there any? benefit as far as redeeming to these rarities or is that just kind of like a a token thing yeah i think that's the same
0: so uh, i think the rarity comes from the, the trait obviously the trait rarity as well as like the data the game data whether it's a five or a one or whatever but those measurements are just kind of i guess yeah arbitrary The number that you have, the box number, really I think is determining the rarity. Whether it's like a sub 200 or a sub 100 or even a sub 10, or whether it's a sub 600, sub 500, or up to the 750, I think they're all going to be valuable. I think a number of us are going to redeem, but that's, I think, dependent on what you want to see on that. Uh, once you get your redemption token in the pack, uh, it will reshuffle, and so your mint will be a random number and a random rarity, uh, and that'll be the long-term hold. So this one is is definitely meant to be burned, and, and the results, I think, like uh, there is one one-of-one one in the Genesis collection on PogChain, And so somebody who redeems will get that one of one, or potentially it could stay sealed in a box for a hundred years or for 10 years or whatever, but it'll be interesting to find out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is, you know, it's amazing. There's just dealing with data drop here for the last couple of years. It just seems like there's a lot of people that just don't even interact. Like they get something and they don't even interact with it. It's crazy. So you know, we might not see all of these 850 in the wild at any time. Yeah,
3: absolutely. But I, I, I think it's important though that, and that was my take. I think as Kyler started tonight, was the play is not financial advice is to just redeem them. You know, since you know we're brand new to it, and that we're gonna need we're gonna need that. So I think that's I think that's the play. Unless you know, unless you have multiple, then then make that decision on your own. But
1: you should definitely uh, right. redeem one. Well, when you so this golden key when do you is it is it currently able to be used or
0: Uh, no so this will this will be through pogchains so we'll build all of this future. um the way that we've built out all the utility for for all of our other collections we'll build this around the the key so we'll basically be building all of the ecosystem and every door that we build will be opened by this master key so though nothing has been built yet because not, you know the chain isn't up uh the art is almost done and uh it'll it'll do more than just get you in it will serve as a phenomenal identifier you know in social media but also in the in arcade and throughout the other the other parts of the ecosystem so it'll be a key that also identifies you uh in 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 different ways very cool
3: i i know it's kind of cliche and i i think that's even cliche cliche you know what i'm saying it's even though like it's this is the fourth chain theta that, that Pog's gonna be on. It still kind of sounds like we're early.
0: I would absolutely agree. I think the the real potential for Pog to not only be the resurged physical collectible that kids and connects kids and their parents i think we also have the opportunity to like turn it into this hugely very highly desirable digital collectible that is won by the biggest esports gaming platforms in the world so if we can create a collection of 10 that the champion of the next fortnite tournament wins and then maybe some of those want to turn around and sell how much will those go for uh, at what point is it a high number? And then even let down to the developer or the very, very you know junior developer, they're going to be adventure games where we'll hire these. We already have those in portals. But the catalyst of, excuse me, Hollywood, as well as digital gaming the real like recognition of value for physical and digital collectibles that's come apart come about over the last like you know five to seven years has, has just been you know very robust. And so like when that comes back with digitals, if it does, or when a bull market comes back and people push or if cryptocurrency pushes and as people learn more about blockchain and how to utilize these different pieces, I think we'll be onboarding a lot of people through Pog, but as the masses onboard themselves through different means the pog digital collectibles will be very very exciting especially as they give access to to physical and digital experiences and content and then i think the pogger coin aspect really gets to be interesting too uh, as far as like maybe you'll help us decide what partnerships to pursue what infrastructure pieces to create and and so forth so the guidance long term is something that is is exciting but when you combine all of that with the nostalgia of Pog and and the fact that it did bring hundreds of millions of people together, whether or not it, it was estimated that there's over a hundred plus million people who were playing Pogs at one time, let alone the recognition from parents and teachers who remember Pog and the brand and the kids and so forth. it's It, it is one of those brands that's so well-trusted by those generations that know it, that we just have to get it right. And I think with the partnerships that we have right now, we absolutely can.
3: I know going back to when Pogs was huge, there was this one Christmas in the 90s that it was like, all anyone ever wanted was was Pogs and everyone everyone had Pogs. It was like, and I don't know if they were official Pogs, but it was like the only time I ever wanted to go to my mom to a craft store is because they had these buckets of Pogs. Absolutely. They, were, they were everywhere. And Those buckets, the ones that I would find, and I think it's kind of funny because there's that GIF, the meme with you know Millhouse from The Simpsons with Alf back in Pog form, right? I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're familiar with that one. It's freaking great. And um, but when I was a kid, it was they had all these different Simpsons Pogs in those in those bins, and that's always. And they were like uh, the cool thing about The Simpsons is there's so many obscure characters. It's just fantastic so you could just find a ton of different ones and it it was cool so it's it's funny that you know like i pogs to me i remember the simpsons pogs and then simpsons talked about alf's back and pog form and now like full circle full circle is like i supposedly ryan reynolds is bringing alf back so you know sky's the limit man we have Sign some uh,
0: relationships that know Ryan very, very well. Our, our representative, the person who is executive producing and his studio is creating uh, the TV show, has actually done films with Ryan Reynolds. Um, oh. And, and so the opportunity for us to do something and release the POG with it, if the timing coincides with production and release, the opportunities are going to be there um it all really just depends on on what kind of timing comes out with who are the partnerships that are available at the time of this establishment and, like what are we going to do long term like at, at what timeline are we releasing these drops but
3: yeah that sure. that would be super fun with pogs and then you have the nostalgia for the 90s and then you have the, the new kids and other people want it back it just seems like a a huge thing and if it's the right ip that could be really big for that one which draws a, a lot of attention to it so
0: Exactly. I mean, that's what we're hoping to do is is do wave on wave, right? Like every uh, every month or whatever it is, drop a very, very valuable collectible with a very, very, very talented and recognized IP per- partner that, that matches the nostalgia or matches what we're going for and picking the right brands to go with is something that I'm excited about doing, and it is a very very hard thing as well because a lot of those conversations don't necessarily result in what everybody's hoping for and so sure. um you know you also have to sometimes be a disappointment and that's not super fun right um, but it's all part of the opportunities for us to build this thing and, and I remember dude that's what makes me so passionate is like I would go get these happy meals just so I could get like the Power Ranger Pogs I probably ate like I, I wanted happy meals for every meal of the day in my- like, I would just, like, throw it away just to get that fucking <laughs> Pog, the, you know, and now, yeah. yeah, and so I've got a bunch of them now, and I feel, it's, it's now what's crazy is I feel rich having this Pog collection. Like, I've got a very, very great Pog collection. A lot of these boxes are sealed. A lot of these packs are amazing. 90s Pogs with Barbie and with Pokemon. No, I don't have a ton of Pokemon ones, but, like, anyways, I've got a ton of really cool IP, but... It, that when i open up a pack like if i'm really just i want a thrill or something open up a pack and for like an hour even like a week i'm just like fuck and every time i sit at my desk i'll be playing with these fucking things <laughs> i'd be like putting in my hands feeling them because like you just feel the gloss and like you see the picture on the cardboard it it pulls me back and i'm just like I feel like I'm a kid again with this, and I'll go golfing, and I'll keep it in my pocket because I just like will pull it out and like which pog do I have? Today? It's cool, and I put these plastic cases. So what, like, not, yeah, I don't want to keep you guys either. I get, I just get excited, but like, I've got this case for these physical pogs that they they fit a lot of these like coin, these rare coin sizes. And so you can get the right size that fits like a little foam thing around the pog and then sits in this very beautiful plastic case. And so it's this beautiful coin and it's a pog. And and it just like, it is such a validation for a 90s kid, I feel like, to have that in your pocket and you're like, ah, nobody, like only my generation and maybe like people from, you know, the generation ahead of me know what this is. And the people that know We'd be like, holy fuck, that's so cool! But the people don't know, and the fact that pogs were so big that the United States military for 25 years used cardboard coins uh, with pictures on them as a currency around Air Force bases for or around the they, globe.
3: Is yeah, they, they they did them overseas. They they called them pogs because they didn't have change, like they quarters and nickels and all that stuff. Exactly. So they they would write, you know, what it was worth. That's exactly
0: because uh, yep. it was it was lighter to carry over this, over you know in airplanes across seas yep. than metal coins.
3: Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's it's so funny. It's so cool. You know, a lot of people. You know, you'll hear like I, I'm doing what I love, but it sounds like you're a really smart guy that absolutely loves what he does because as a, as accomplished as you are, and you're you're just you know, balls to the wall, freaking pogs and love it. <laughs> and that's, that's freaking awesome.
0: Thank so. you. Thank you. I I feel like this um, is corny. As, like, you, you know, you mentioned as it sounds is like, I feel like I was almost made to do this, right? Like it puts all of my skill sets that I've really tried to curate over the last decade and a half to work in everything that i've get to do and and i get to learn game development and and, you know software development as a developer not just the person that puts the teams and infrastructure together so it, it has been more rewarding than anything else i've gotten to do and i just feel super lucky it's something i've always worked towards to be able to like you know have something that i I kind of get to direct and steer and 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 obviously like carry the currents and the momentum and and build with the people that are excited about it and help me to create this capacity for challenges and for work and f- for collaborations that I didn't have before and um expanded my patience and 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 really like taught me what community is and how amazing it can be and how you know as silly as it sounds to build around nfts like that's what we do and now pog is already one of the biggest community platforms on the planet because it brought so many of us together you didn't need to know a kid on the playground but if they had a cool pog (laughs) and they let you hold it they were cool with you, dude. Like yeah. they were your buddy. Yeah. And so um, I think if we do this right, it it pulls on the right pieces. And, and I just want to honor it because I think what it can be for all of us is is really cool. And then we would be the ones ushering in this new technology. And um, we'd all get to be there when it, you know, goes mainstream or whatever. But uh, I, yeah, it's just kind of silly. But I, I absolutely love what I do.
1: <laughs> it's awesome. That is awesome. And I just have one last question for you, if you don't mind. Yeah, please. Um, so right now, it's my understanding that to play the online version, it's only on Solana, and it's using the Solana NFT, like Pog NFT forms. That is a, correct. So in the future, are there going to be... And so I part of my confusion was I thought that these that we were buying were also going to be like digital pogs as well, which now I understand that it's it's not. It's a digital key that's going to get you into things. Is there going to be digital NF, pog NFTs on theta at some point that we'll be able to play against the Solana crowd or, or against Absolutely. the other? Absolutely.
0: And so that's what we're working on right now is moving all that we've built over to our arcade. So basically the Solana game mobile and desktop is a proof of concept and there are four collections on solana that you can utilize to to engage and and to play and to compete and so forth and when we have game nights it goes off but what really is going to like get us to the next level is when we bring that game and open up the second game that we've built inside of our arcade um and to do that we do need pogger coin um, we do need pog chain to really like enable that because we want to make sure that we get people used to using the right pog coin from the beginning. And, and, and so theta will be and, and so that's Mitch and I and our game team over at Beamable had a meeting yesterday. and that's what we're really like figuring out the the timelines around is how would we release this in the right way? But yes, Theta will have, everything well not just theta but pog chain will have everything and and so we may potentially we could we, we've thought about it but we wanted to, to hold off on on dropping nfts more nfts on theta drop until the redemption happens. but yeah as we get closer to the game being built, you will we'll have NFTs on Theta that people can compete with in a number of games. And, and we really are excited about the redemption capabilities that we've gotten to find with Theta. So I, that, that is where all of our redemption will be, whether it's a hoodie that we do with a major brand like uh, LV or Gucci. like you know We are huge among French designers. Uh, or Sizzle be-
1: Popcorn. Yeah, sizzle pot,
0: (laughs) (laughs) sizzle pot, (laughs) let's go. Um, But dude, we'll figure out uh, our our way, but it's just, yeah, it's fucking exciting. I don't know, I could talk about this a lot, but um, but yes, we will have a a lot of our collections coming out uh, on Theta. Some of them will redeem for NFT or physical POG. Some of them won't, some of them will be permanent. And I think that we didn't necessarily anticipate um, the desire for those because you know I, we just were on Solana and Ethereum and Bitcoin and we wanted people to have utility and on those chains they don't have a lot of utility for the most part and so people are like well, you know, give me utility what's the use case and so we almost skewed too far we're like okay well this NFT that we're doing on pod- with Theta for our pod- like access to pod chain is going to be burnable right like. That's the most utility that you could have for an nft is that like there is no other function after that than like it gets you this thing. and and so, yes, that's really cool to prove. and I'm very, very excited about it because it means more physical opportunities to enter into digital. But uh, I think we may we wanted to make them permanent, but I just didn't want you as a user to have to make the decision or do the research to figure out if this nft has been claimed or not i think that opens up the potential to get scammed or the potential to to like you know just even misinterpret your what you have a little bit and 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 so the burnability of the redemption is something that we decided to do but yeah dude i i definitely am excited about making sure that you have pogs that are permanent on chain that you and your friends can compete with and that's where i think it's going to get really exciting so any communities that you want us to launch with Here's the deal. Let's do this. This is the call out to all the Pop and Mags, Pinecast, all of the viewers on Theta and everybody out there. Who do you want to have the first collections of digital pogs on Theta slash pog chain for the gameplay to be enabled? Because we'll figure out the right number based on which communities you all choose and we'll make sure that we drop that because being that we're going into this and there are so many native data users and such a passionate community we want to make this right for the people that we're building this with so you and i the three of us and andrea and rob and you know whoever else you feel like um would be a good fit let's get these conversations going let's build a list let's really figure out uh, what kind of uh, offer? What kind of an offering we want to make uh, to the new people coming into this space, and and what projects do we want to highlight, and how do we want to bring those folks on Theta into this in the right way?
1: Yeah, that's awesome for <laughs> sure. I'm happy to be sign a part me up. Of that. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. That's great. Yeah, certainly looking forward to that. Didn't you know. Like I said, coming into this thing when I first heard that Pogs was coming to Theta Drop, I'm like what you know what 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 is going on with this and now just you know listening to you and and how passionate punch you are it's just like you got me you got me hyped up about pogs dude let's go baby
0: let's go <laughs> punch in air you got me hyped
1: <laughs> <laughs> kyler thank you so much for joining us man uh it was great i learned a ton honestly I think I can safely say that I've learned more in this episode than in any other episode. Oh man. <laughs>
0: Thank well, you. I
1: wasn't oh, wrong.
0: I just had a just because, conversation. fantastic.
1: Literally because I didn't know what, I, I just didn't know what I had. And you and the you rest touched of the community too, you know. Oh yeah. Know. I hope so. Maybe one but, or two others.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, and we have tens and tens of listeners. So there's going to, some of it's going to get out. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> good.
1: The, but, I mean, you omega touched on that we earlier, it earlier, right? It's it's uh, there's so much out there. There's so many discords. There's so many, you know, everything. It's just hard to 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 oh, stay man. on. And Absolutely. yeah, like like Mag said, you just you just dropped the omega all over us. So we, we appreciate. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, I mean, the opportunity for us to be an authenticator of collectibles and kind of narrow that search down with like uh, a validation is is definitely possible. But more than that, we wanna we wanna bring everybody together. So this has been awesome to get to know you guys, and you guys are dope. This was dope. And Thank any, you so much.
3: anytime you need to come on, Kyler, to drop any more Omega, just let us know. And <laughs> we'll, we'll get you on. Absolutely. We'll we'll, we'll, have, we'll have URP come on, and then we'll put we'll we'll kick his episode again.
0: <laughs> well, the issue is is like i I just get so excited about it I tend to tell everybody everything whenever I'm given the chance so uh I might have to you know you build up the next uh the next you know alpha drop or whatever Sure. But, uh anytime you'd like to have a conversation i'm i'm happy to to connect
1: and same here if you ever uh need an audience again you you got it Absolutely. Awesome. Well,
0: let's, uh, let's keep, uh, let's, yeah, absolutely. I'll keep I, You're going on the, you're going on the short list of places we like to go. So thank you so much for your questions. This was a lot of fun. And uh, uh, thank you so much for, for the interest and the enthusiasm. And um, I'm excited to, to, you know, work with you guys and, and build this to what it can be. So uh, if you, if you don't cut me off, man, I, I sometimes will ramble. So. Uh. <laughs>
1: it's all good, dude. It, it, yep. It's all good. Right. Uh, I'm about to I'm about to go check to see what edition numbers I got because I don't know. <laughs> no,
0: <he's
1: laughs> I mean, all right, dude. Cool. Well, let me know and uh, and
0: uh, uh, keep an eye out for those low numbers.
1: Yep. Absolutely. All right. Great. Thanks again, man. Have a great night and uh, we'll definitely be in touch. All right. Thank you so much. I'll be ready. All right. Awesome. Later. Later. <laughs>
3: You have been listening to the Pops and Mags Pinecast. Music provided by Sushi Cat. Like what you hear? Send that cat a very nicely worded compliment on Twitter at Just Add Spare. Pops and Mags is a scumbag hat production in association with Pam's Day Spa.